directly at 212-674-3123. That's the Raggers and Sheets at 212-674-3123. Ragazin, the most respected name in racing. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Have you heard the news? You can get free Formulator Pass performances with DRF Bets. Sign up to get the best bonus in racing with a $250 deposit match and a $10 free bet, plus free Formulator Pass performances. Enjoy all the perks of using Formulator with projected odds, trainer patterns, race and horse notes, replays, and more. Never pay for past performances again. Just use the promo code WINNING when you register at DRF.com bet. That's winning at DRF.com bet. It's post time for Thoroughbred Los Angeles, the most informative and profitable hour of horse racing found anywhere. Thoroughbred Los Angeles is brought to you by Los Alamitos. Daytime Thoroughbred Racing is back through July 9th during the L.A. County Fair Meet at Los Alamitos. First post time, 1 p.m. By Daily Racing Form, exclusive past performance content provider for Thoroughbred Los Angeles. By the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia, just a furlong east of Santa Anita. Call 626-777-6699 to reserve your Breeders' Cup room now. By today's Racing Digest, where every issue is a handicapping lesson. By Legacy Ranch, get your young horses started right at Legacy Ranch. And by Horsebills.com, enjoy billing made easy through Horsebills.com. And by Semley's Original. Great food and a great satellite wagering experience await you in Orange County, where the 5 and 405 freeways collide at Semley's Original. By the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association. It pays to own a cowbred. By the Ragazin Sheets, the most effective handicapping tool available. Get the sheets. By the Los Alamitos Night Quarter Horse Racing. Sometimes your best day of racing is at night. By Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Selections from Northern and Southern California each racing day. By the Derby Room at Fairplex Park in Pomona. The Inland Empire's newest and best satellite wagering facility. And by the South Point Casino in Las Vegas, where the action never stops. And now, here are your hosts, John Lindo and Bob Ike. And good morning and welcome to a Saturday edition of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. My regular co-host, Bob Ike, is uh, getting a well-deserved day off today. I think he's spending some of the money. He gave out a nice $10 winner named Ruse at Belmont Park last weekend. So Bob is on the road. Uh, he will be back with us next Saturday. So I uh, want to talk a lot about uh, the racing going on today, including opening weekend at Los Alamitos. Nine race card at Los Alamitos today. First post time, 1 o'clock. 
Uh, we have a pick six carryover. They do not have the rainbow six carryover that we saw at Santa Anita. Traditional $2 pick six, a carryover of a little over $13,000 going into today. That's a $2 bet, and it's a, one of the uh, carryover, or the pick six with a 70-30 split. After takeout, 70% goes to those six, ticket, uh, six winners. Uh, five winners get 30% of the pool. So you can play that today. I know Bob Ike and uh, Kurt Hoover love that wager, so they'll be involved. And uh, we're going to talk first a little bit about wrapping up the Santa Anita meet. And uh, to do that, I'm going to bring in a good friend of ours, Art Wilson from the San Gabriel Valley Tribune. And Art is at one of my favorite places. He's out in Las Vegas at the South Point Hotel today. Uh, let's bring in Art now. Art, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, John. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Uh, doing fine. You traveled safely to Las Vegas, I'm, I'm assuming. Yes, uh, made it in two and a half hours. Very little traffic, which I was surprised. Well, you were open throttle all the way out there. I hope your horses run that fast today. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's talk a little bit about the, the Santa Anita meet. You know, they kicked off their opening day the day after Christmas, like always. Had a record crowd, 41,000 uh, people, a record handle for that day. And then the rains came. And they, and they stuck around for three months. I tell you, uh, we haven't seen that much rain in Southern California in quite a while. So let's talk a little bit about uh, how it affected the handle, first of all, for the meet. Well, uh, I talked to a few days before closing weekend. I talked to Nate Newby, the senior VP and uh, general manager at Santa Anita. He told me that um, from December 26th until the most recent storm, they had had close to 40 inches of rain in Arcadia, which uh, he said is at least the most in 15 years. So uh, the rain definitely impacted the meeting. Uh, going into the final weekend, field size was a little bit higher than last year, 7.2 compared to 7.1. He told me that the uh, daily average uh, uh, on-track handle was uh, about even with last year and that the overall handle was going to be a little bit down because of uh, because of the wet weather. But uh that's you know certainly understandable. Absolutely, you know one of the things we saw the, this winter, Art, is that uh, some of those protocols that maybe we haven't seen before, with all the new safety protocols that have been put in the last few years, with the rain that came in, now we've seen that uh, like the day after it rains. In the morning, trainers are not allowed to do official workout times with their horses. They have to jog maybe one day or gallop. They'll limit what the horses can do in the morning. And as a result of that, depending on the number of days where the, it rains and the track is closed and then you can't work for a day or two, I thought it put a lot of horses behind schedule, and maybe that had an effect on the field sizes as well. Definitely, I agree. And, uh, you know, you have a lot of the fans complaining about the short five, six-horse fields, but that's definitely a factor. They, you don't want to run a horse if it's not fit. So, no, you can't. Uh, you, know, you just can't do it. No, no you and, can't. Uh, you... And, uh, so I, go ahead. Oh, it's going to say, yeah. And so I, I agree, you know, and that's one of those factors now that we're just going to, it's going to be the way business is being done. It's, it's something we're going to have to factor in, not only as horse players, but as the horsemen try and get their horses ready to race. Uh, these are all things that are all, all new and that, that have to be taken into account. I have a lot of friends who, uh, you know, went to Santa Anita in, in the uh, 70s and 80s and 90s. And they said, hey, they ran in the rain then. Why can't they run in the rain now? Well, it's a different age. And uh, if Santa Anita runs a card and when it's pouring out and some, something happens, they're going to be, you know, they're, they're going to face a lot of uh, bad publicity, and they don't want that. And a lot of the protocols that are put in now, I know Santa California Racing was called soft, 
by a lot of people. And I don't think the same people at Churchill Downs are, are calling uh, California racing soft after they went through, uh, you know, what they went through Derby Week. Exactly. Let's talk a little bit about that safety record. You know, it was very quiet. You, you don't get the publicity when they're doing things right. It just gets quiet. We saw all the uh, uh, information that was being put out during Churchill Downs on Derby Week. A number of horses, uh, you know, had uh, suffered significant injuries during that one one or two week period going into the Derby. And uh, so Churchill Downs, in fact, they're racing at Ellis Park right now because of that. Uh, they're they're not racing on on location at Churchill Downs. They're running that meet at uh, Ellis Park. But uh, the one thing we can say is, you know, as, as inconvenient as some of these safety protocols are, uh, the safety record at Santa Anita this winter was excellent. Oh yeah! Ever since they had that bad meeting in 2000, was it 19? Um, it, yes. It's, it's been great, and both Santa Anita and Del Mar have had uh, uh, excellent safety records, which is really, really good to see. Let's talk about some of the horsemen involved. I was surprised that uh, jockey Juan Hernandez at the beginning of the meet jumped right out on top and opened a clear lead in the jockey standings with guys like Flavie and Pratt, Johnny Velasquez in town, Frankie DeTore was here the first part of the winter. It was a tough jockey colony to start the meet, and I thought maybe he'd kind of he'd be near the top, but I didn't know he would do that, and, and he pulled away, and then it just got bigger and bigger as some of the other guys left for other venues. Boy, Juan has had uh, immediate success ever since, uh, you know, relocating from uh, Northern California to down here. And uh, he's just, you know, taking the taking the colony by storm. He's he's gotten into all the top barns. Uh, Baffert uses him all the time now, and um, you know, he's just he's the go-to guy. Whenever anybody wants a good jockey to ride, they they go to Juan Hernandez. And you got to give uh, his agent a, a lot of uh, props for that. And uh, I think uh, it was closing day, and there was the twelve race card, and Juan rode eleven of the twelve races. So he's, uh, he's not shy. No, not at all. And you know, he will pick and choose his spots at Los Alamitos, including uh, a mount of the Bertrando Stakes today, which is the feature race. It goes as the ninth race on the card, and he picks up a Kings River Knight for trainer John Sadler. I, I saw he rides a Maiden for Bob Baffert tomorrow. So I'm going to assume that when Juan Hernandez shows up at Los Alamitos, he's going to be pretty live. Don't leave him off your uh, multiple tickets. <laughs> <laughs> As far as the trainers go, with the emphasis on turf racing in Southern California, and despite all the rain and missing some grass racing, Phil D'Amato still worked his way to the top of the list. Boy, Phil, uh, especially with the turf horses, he's just he's loaded. You know, he gets all of these top turf horses uh, from uh, from back, you know, internationally, and uh, just um, you know, just doing an amazing job. And he is he is picked right up where uh, his uh, former boss, Mike Mitchell, the late Mike Mitchell. Uh, left he's uh he learned a lot from mike and uh he's certainly uh you know arguably right now the, the top trainer out there i think so and with the emphasis in the stakes races on the grass at delmar i'm going to assume he's going to have a good summer as well uh one of the thing, things we saw a closing weekend art was uh you know, we're starting to see the uh, emergence of the two-year-old racing and uh you know bob baffert who i know is loaded with two-year-olds again this year he showed off a nice $2 million purchase uh, from earlier this year, a first-time starter named Muth. And uh, I tell you what, the gates opened, and all you saw was, was his rear end. He was gone. Boy, he looked good, didn't he? I mean, he could be the next star in uh, Baffert's barn. You know, you, you never know. It's, uh, you know, you don't want to say that now after just a, you know, a short sprint race and a maiden. But uh, 
I'm sure Bob's going to be unveiling a lot of a lot of other talented two year olds during the upcoming Del Mar meet too, because that's when he uh, usually uh, shows off those uh, those juveniles and uh, two year olds. Yeah, that as good as he was, we don't even know if he's the best two year old in that barn. That's pretty scary. Yeah, and you know another horse that I'm really high on right now uh, is five year old Gelding Defunded. I was really impressed with that race that he ran uh, before the Gold Cup when he totally got taken out of his element. He broke very badly. He was last. Normally, he's forwardly placed. He was last and still came on to win. I, I was really impressed with that win. Absolutely. He'll, he'll probably show up in the San Diego Handicap, I would guess. We'll see him down there. But you know the Baffert Stable will be a- in action for sure at Del Mar. Well, now, I, Art, I know you do a lot of handicapping. You, you handle the handicapping in the San Gabriel Valley Tribune amongst a, a few of the guys there. And uh, you do Los Alamitos, so uh, we're at Los Al today. How about a radio selection from you? And you've got some shoes to fill now. Bob Ike gave us a winner uh, in Ruse at Belmont last week. Scott Shapiro has an early start time at uh, Ellis Park today. He gave us a winner. He's off the show. So you got to make, uh, make some hay for our guys on, on, that are listening out there today. Who do you like at Los Al? You know, and I know those two guys intentionally put the pressure on me. So, <laughs> of course. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to go in the seventh race today, uh, five and a half furlongs with uh, the number four horse, Team Drama, who is seven to 7-2 on the morning line. Uh, Brinkerhoff and Cedillo, they uh, teamed up yesterday for a $20 winner. And this horse, I like the fact that it's uh, going from the turf back to the, the turf back to the dirt. Small sample size, granted that Brinkerhoff, when he does that, he's at 27%. And uh, Cedillo stays with this horse, and I, uh, I think he's going to run a big race today, Team Drama in the seventh. That's the seventh race at Los Alamitos, number four, Teen Drama for Art Wilson of the San Gabriel Valley uh, Tribune. And, and let's go, go ahead and give a plug. You're in the, all the SoCal News Group newspapers. Where can we find your, your articles and selections? Boy, there's ten papers. I mean, just everything in Southern California except uh, the L.A. Times and the San Diego Union Tribune. I like it. Well, I appreciate the, the, the coverage. I mean, your articles are terrific, and, and for your newspapers to keep horse racing a presence in the paper, I mean, it's so important for us, Art, and thanks a lot for doing that. Well, i got to give props to my bosses because they realize that the, the, you know, the importance of horse racing, especially in our own backyard with Santa Anita. So, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, the play that I get and all the stuff that they do for horse racing, uh, you know, it's, it's my bosses who do that. All right, before I let you go now, your Texas Rangers are in first place. My Angels are chasing you. Uh, I, I didn't see this coming from the Rangers this year. I thought that I was hoping for 500. You know, I really was. And the fact that DeGrom went down so early and they're still doing this is, is a surprise to me. But the starting pitching is, is uh, of all these doing what they hoped uh, DeGrom would do. And uh, their hitting is just off the charts. And they got this young rookie third baseman, Josh Young, who is just uh, taking the American thing by storm. And I think right now he's the top vote getter for third bases, starting shorts, uh, starting third baseman. And I think he's going to, he'll be there. If he does start, he'll be the first rookie to start in an all-star game in Rangers history. Well, Art, make sure you get a hot dog from the hot dog cart there at the South Point uh, Race and Sportsbook. You can catch the Rangers this afternoon out there and make sure you play some Los Al and say hi to our buddy Steve Johnson in the race book there at the South Point. I will do that, John. You have a good day, and uh, good day to everybody, all your listeners.
All right, thanks a lot. That was Art Wilson from the San Gabriel Valley Tribune. Before we take our phrase, first break, I'll give you my radio play for the day. And we came up with a picture of a lady last Saturday at 960, so that worked out well for our listeners. Let's go to race number – let's go down on the Bertrando Stakes. I know we're going to talk about that race more in depth with Bob Mazursky in the next segment, but I like a horse in there. And that's number five, Lovesick Blues, who has gotten really, really sharp uh, the last part of Santa Anita. He got beat a neck last time in the Daytona Stakes down the hill on the grass. I think he's a better horse on dirt. He likes the Los Alamitos layout. He's got a win over that course. And I think he falls into a good spot, pressing likely pace setter Kings River Knight. Seven to two on the program. Number five, Lovesick Blues for me, the Bertrando Stakes today, ninth at Los Alamitos. Let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, we'll get in depth with more of the Los Alamitos information with Bob Mazursky, the publicity director there. We'll also touch base with Bruce Finkelstein. He's going to look at the Ohio Derby for us, a $500,000 race, including the runner-up from the Kentucky Derby, two fills. You're listening to Thoroughbred LA right here in the home of Angels Baseball, AMA 30 KLAA. Radio. AM 830. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Developed by Horsemen, Horsebills.com is a cost-effective, time-saving, environment-friendly, paperless revolution of how equine industries bill and receive payments. Vendors are able to generate electronic invoices for each horse, whose owners can pay through the same website with just one click. Say goodbye to stacks of invoices, handwritten checks and postage costs, easy accounting for all parties with the highest online security measures. Get started free at Horsebills.com. Simply register with your name and email address. Free to sign up. No subscription fees to vendors until the first invoice. For owners, you get a free account, comprehensive dashboard with information on all horses owned and billing records, ACH and credit card payment options. For vendors, generate invoices efficiently and receive payments quickly from both owners and other vendors. Syndicate and partnership managers get flexible billing and payment options to both vendors and syndicate members. For more info, call 888-938-4643, 888-938-4643, or log on to horsebills.com. That's horsebills.com. Attention Inland Empire racing fans. Watching and wagering on the races just got easier. The Derby Room located at Fairplex Park is open and ready to serve you. Watch and wager in the newly renovated Derby Room on races across the country starting at 9 a.m. each Wednesday through Sunday. Televisions throughout the Derby Room will keep you up to date on all sporting events. Add in great food and a great atmosphere and you'll have the ultimate horse player experience. For upcoming promotions, go to thederbyroom.com, thederbyroom.com. See you at the Derby Room. 
2201 North White Avenue in Pomona. Let Legacy Ranch prepare your horses the right way before heading to the racetrack. Farm trainer Terry Knight oversees the five furlong training track meticulously maintained by well-known track supervisor Richard Tedesco. Your horses will get the time, experience, and individual attention they need to be fully prepped and give them their best chance for success at the races. Located in Clements, California, the 145 acres of Legacy Ranch provides large pastures and grass paddocks too. For more information or to schedule a visit to Legacy Ranch, call Farm Manager Terry Knight at 510-928-4980 or log on to LegacyRanchInc.com. Don't forget to check out the Red Hot Legacy Ranch Stallion Straight Fire, Clubhouse Ride, and Mr. Big on your visit. Don't get left at the gate. Be part of the winning team at Legacy Ranch. Online at LegacyRanchInc.com. G'day, this is Michael Rona, and you're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles on AM 830 KLAA. And welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo, uh, Bob Ike, off this weekend. Uh, Before we bring in our next guest, Bob Mazursky, who wears the publicity hat over at Los Alamitos, let's talk about our Calbred of the Week, and that is Grand Slam Smile, who beat Open Company in the $100,000 facing Tipton debutante at Santa Anita last Saturday. Grand Slam Smile is by Smiling Tiger out of the Grand Slam Mare Royal Grand Slam, was bred and is owned by Mr. and Mrs. Larry D. Williams, and is trained by Steve Speck. She now has a win on the synthetic Tapita at Golden Gate, a win on the dirt at Santa Anita, two-for-two lifetime, over $83,000 in earnings from just two career starts. So check with Steve Speck today. If you see him up there at Pleasanton, ask him if it pays to own a Calbred. Let's bring in our next guest, and that's Bob Mazursky from Los Alamitos. And, Bob, we've got our first stakes race of the meet. The Bertrando Stakes goes as the ninth and final today. I, I like a horse. I made a radio play in there, Love Sick Blues. It's just a field of six, but this is a good field, including the two-time defending champ, Desmond Doss. Yeah, I think it did come up strong. Like you said, there's only six in there, but I, I think all, basically you can make some sort of case for all of them. Uh, the horse you like is interesting because he has one in Los Alamitos going to see if he's as effective going two turns. Uh, Desmond Dawson, as you mentioned, is one of two years in a row. Kings River Knight comes off a nice one in the Crystal Water. None above the law has, is one for one at Los Al as well. And then Coalinga Road always fires. And then positivity stretching out after coming out of the great two triple bends. So it's an interesting race and a good way to end the card. Let's talk a little bit about Los Al. We saw opening day yesterday, and the first thing I noticed, Bob, is that I, I thought that main track was really fair. We saw horses go wire to wire. We saw horses coming from dead last. They were inside, outside. I couldn't come up with any bias. I thought it was a very fair surface. No, well, I couldn't agree with you more, uh, John. As you said, we had, you know, in the fifth race, Coalina won gate to wire and uh, upsetting big novel, and then one race later, Vicente Shadow came from dead last to win going away so yeah it was a very fair track yesterday and we hope that holds up for the rest of the meet and as far as the wagering menu let's make sure the people know the differences there is just one pick five at los alamitas every day and that goes as the first race races one through five that's the 14 percent takeout pick five you have a different minimum bet on the pick fours that uh, each day and that's races two through five in the last four races that minimum is a dollar and one thing that we will see today, you have the traditional $2 pick six, and already we have a carryover. You mentioned Bob Ike and Kurt Hoover love this, and I know that Kurt for sure will be involved today in the pick six. And, you know, the old school one with, as you said, the $2 minimum, the 70-30 split. 
I think it's still very popular with a lot of people. And then the dollar pick fours, you know, we follow the nighttime formula with the $1 minimum pick fours. And I think that's, you know, when we change it, there was some pushback, but I think people accept it now and they see that uh, payoffs are lucrative if you can uh, put those four winners together. You know, as far as the jockeys go at Los Alamitos, Bob, uh, I don't see Edwin, Edwin Maldonado riding this weekend, but who are the names that we should look at that you think might be at the top of the leaderboard at the end of the three weeks? Well, I think you have to, first of all, go to Ramon Vasquez. You know, he had a winner yesterday. He led all three meets last year. You know, he really rides his track well. Abel Cedillo is a three-time winner. He's won three meets here over the years, and he started off well yesterday with two winners. He kind of was like a catching fire again towards the end of San Mita, and maybe he's going to continue it here because like, he had two winners yesterday. And then maybe under the radar a little bit more if they ride enough or Kyle Frey and Diego Herrera. There are two guys, you know, veteran riders that ride this track well. Diego, you know, rides here both during the day and at night. So I think there are other guys to look at. But I think Vasquez and uh, Cedillo might be the top two right now. And the one other thing we've seen there, too, that Los Al has been a good good place for apprentices, and you've got Armando Aguilar out there who, who won his first career uh, win at Los Alamitos. I think he's got a chance to do some good out there as well. No, he does. He, he rides, he's riding for a lot of good barns, so, and he won the last race yesterday for, uh, I don't know, horses that just recently been claimed. So he could have a good meet as well, and you're, as you mentioned, there's been a lot of apprentices through the years that have done very, very well here. Well, let's get a radio play from you from Los Alamitos for today. I'm going to go to the sixth race. I like the inside horse, the second choice in the morning line, number one, Tembo. He comes out of a route race. He was, you know, it was a small field, but he was nine claims clear of the uh, third-place finisher that day. He's won over the track in Losal, which I think is always a positive. He's going route to sprint. I like that, and I think he might be able to wear them down going six and a half for a long. So number one, Tembo in race six. Number one, Tembo, 5-2 to two on the program. Race number six at Los Alamitos. That's for Bob Mazursky. And that pick is brought to you by today's Racing Digest, where you can pick up Bob's picks and uh, Bob Ike and I and Toby Kelt, all at todaysracingdigest.com. Bob, we'll let you get going. Enjoy the day, and we'll have some fun out there at Los Alamitos. All right. Thanks, John. Good luck to everyone. That was Bob Mazursky. Let's bring in our next guest, and that's going to be Bruce Finkelstein from BetOnBruce.com. Bruce covers Northern and Southern California on a regular basis, but we're going to talk a little bit about Thistledown today, where the most uh, lucrative race in the nation, the $500,000 Ohio Derby, is at Thistledown today, and it's the return of Derby runner-up finisher Two Phils. And uh, the one thing I noticed is that there was a late jockey change on two fills. His regular rider, Jareth Loveberry, won't be able to go. Bruce, you, you have the updates on that? I don't. You tell me. I didn't have the update oh. on who. I, didn't, I was not aware of that, but I did look at the race for sure. I, I did see the changes, and Gerardo Corrales is going to ride two fills. Apparently, Jareth Loveberry injured a, a shoulder. He, he rode at Canterbury Park when they had all those stakes races on Wednesday. And I guess he injured a shoulder in in a turf sprint, and that he had originally hurt in a in a training accident earlier in the week. So he was a, a late no go today. So you know it's got to be bothering him if he's not going to ride two fills in the Ohio Derby. Yeah, and I really love what Larry Ravelli did. Uh, you know, he, he immediately. I mean, we all know that uh, two fills ran such a great race in the Derby. I mean. He did all the heavy lifting coming closer to the pace. You know, he was closest to the pace of anyone that hung around. And at the mile on an eighth mark, uh, there was a case for him winning. But he dueled really uh, gamely with Mage and just couldn't quite get there. But I thought he ran great in that race. And I, I love the fact that Ravelli John passed on the Preakness. He had a plan in mind. 
We've got a mile and an eighth race to the Ohio Derby. Big purse. Let's give this horse some time, you know, to, to get over that race and to be ready for a big purse race like the Ohio Derby, a mile and an eighth. He won the Jeff Ruby Stakes, I believe, at Turfway. So I love the fact that Ravelli took sort of the conservative approach. And I, li- I love when these uh, trainers uh, have a plan. They stick to it. And they're not always shooting for the stars. A great move by Ravelli, who, by the way, one of the most underrated trainers in America. Great uh, trainer from uh, from the Midwest. From I know he trained at Arlington. So for sure, two fills of the horse to beat. John, I think there's two other horses everybody's looking at. I think the horse that maybe, if you're going to take a stand and you want to maybe nail a uh, cold exacta, I kind of am taking a little bit of a stand against Bishop's Bay. Uh, yes, he ran well against Archangelo in the Peter Pan stake. That was a duel down the lane. We saw what Archangelo won, the uh, Belmont. But, John, that was a very slow-paced race. It was a one-turn race at Belmont, and I think he was he benefited from how slow they went. And I thought he ran, uh, actually, Archangelo ran much better, even though he did beat him, but he ran much better than Bishop's Bay. If I was going to play, uh, say, a cold exact or a boxing, Lord Miles would win in the uh, Wood Memorial. Yes, it was a big long shot at 65-1, to 1, but he earned it. He was four wide stalking. He took a bump in mid-stretch. And, you know, he, he missed the derby because of the incident with uh, Safi Joseph. Who knows? That might be a plus for him. He got time to, you know, come back from the, the race in, at, in the woods. So I would make it two fills, Lord Miles, and I, I would take a stand against uh, Bishop's Bay. John, they make uh, uh, two fills, what, eight to five on the morning line. I kind of think we're looking a lot lower than that. I think you're looking about four to five. On, yeah, I on, think you'd uh, probably be odds on. Right? I would agree with you on that. Yeah. yeah. Hey, one other yeah. stakes race for you in Northern California. Pleasanton has a stakes race today that she's a tiger. Field of eight in there, a couple of horses coming from Southern California, a mile and a 16th for Phillies and Mares. Did you have an opinion in the uh, she's a tiger? I really do. And this is really going to point out, John, the difference between Golden Gate and Pleasanton. We know we have synthetic at Golden Gate and dirt at Pleasanton. Check out the number six horse, Cam's Little Angel. Her best race, bar none. As a three-year-old, she won this race last year, and she could not have been more game winning on the front end, beating some good older horses that day. They were so high on her, they sent her to uh, Del Mar, and, and she ran the Fleet, Fleet Treat Stake. Look who she ran against that day, a monstrous cowbred by the name of Fun the Dream out of the Baffert Bar, and she was a distant fourth. Uh, there was no disgrace in that race at all. Now, she kind of went a little sour running on turf, and synthetic. I thought she showed some signs of life last time out with Catalina Martinez really using her early. They encountered, she, she took some pressure from a horse called Trojan Clubhouse, who's a pretty quick horse in her own right, and she hung around okay. She's back on dirt, and we know that the synthetic track in Northern California going long, it's tough to win on the front end, not nearly as tough as it is on dirt. So I think with an aggressive ride here today, John, I, I really think Tam's Little Angel could make the lead and not, won't have to work that hard for it. But I look for a turnaround. I look for maybe to win two straight races here. So in uh, race seven, let's go with the six. Tam's Little Angel, six to one, morning line. Good good price there, six to one. Number six, Tam's Little Angel, race seven in Pleasanton. Before I let you go, you have an opinion today at Los Alamitos? You know, we're all doing the ninth race today, so – I'm going to go with the other me. I really like Desmond Doss, uh, who's what I guess uh, he's he's loves this race. He's won it two times in a row 
In 2021, he won Bertano and 2022. I just like the way Miati, Steve Miati's brought him along. He ran okay in the open graded stakes race, the triple, then he got beat at the wire for second, running a game 30. Doesn't run very often, but I think that Miati points for this, for these races, these uh, Calbred races. He's versatile. He can be speedy. He can sit off the pace. And I think this was a targeted race uh, for Steve Miati. So let's go with a horse that maybe can make it three in a row in the Petrando Stakes. I'll go with the two-horse Desmond Doss at 3-1 to one on the morning line. 3-1 to one on the morning line. The other Steve Miotti in the Bertrando, number two, Desmond Doss, ninth and final at Los Alamitos. And, uh, Bruce, what do you have on betonbruce.com today? Full card analysis at Los Alamitos. Really gets cooking late in the card today at Los Alamitos. We have some late races at Ellis Park and also a late pick four at Pleasanton, so check us out. That's betonbruce.com. Bruce Finkelstein. Bruce, thanks a lot. We'll let you go. Best of luck uh, on your plays all around the country today. Take care, John. That was Bruce Finkelstein. Let's go ahead and take our next break. When we come back, we'll touch base in New York with John Hardoon, get the weather updates at Belmont Park, and we'll also touch in uh, with South Florida. Toby Callitz down at Gulfstream Park. You're listening to Thoroughbred Los Angeles right here on the home of Angels Baseball, AM830 KLAA. Angels Radio AM830 Now more than ever it pays to own a cow bread Owners of a registered California bred maiden shall be paid $17,500 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Southern California and a $10,000 owner's bonus for winning a maiden allowance race in Northern California. These bonus awards are in addition to all regular purse monies won and will be paid within 30 days after the win. California bred $50,000 or less maiden claiming winners will be eligible for the current $40,000 or less starter races too. Take advantage of these tremendous new incentive programs by breeding and buying cow breads. For information, call the California Thoroughbred Breeders Association at 626-445-7800. That's 626-445-7800. Or log on to ctba.com. And remember, it pays to own a cow bread. Today's Racing Digest has been dedicated to the survival of horse players since 1970. Exclusive speed, pace, and final time figures, comprehensive performance ratings, and independent clocking information are all included in each Del Mar edition of today's Racing Digest. Looking for some extra help? Individual handicapping products from Thoroughbred Los Angeles radio handicappers Bob Ike, John Lendo, Bob Mazursky, and Toby Callan are available at todaysracingdigest.com each racing day. You can also take advantage of up-to-date news regarding trends, horses to watch, and free educational information. Pick up your copy of Today's Racing Digest on track at Del Mar or log on to todaysracingdigest.com. Set up your account and get ready to win. From dawn's early light until after the sun sets, Today's Racing Digest is working to make your day at the track a winning one. Today's Racing Digest, where every edition is a handicapping lesson. Sammy's Original invites horse players to help celebrate their 10-year anniversary. 
The satellite wagering section at Sammy's offers a special menu featuring prices rolled back to 2013. And here's a Sammy's exclusive. Purchase the only winning ticket in the Santa Anita Rainbow Six at Sammy's, cash it at Sammy's, and receive a $25,000 bonus from your friends at Sammy's Original. Great food at discounted prices and always player-friendly, Sammy's Original is located where the 5 and 405 freeways collide in Lake Forest at 23221 Lake Center Drive. Post each day is 10 a.m. 120 high-definition TVs, great food and drink, and the best live racing from around the country is the ultimate trifecta. Get lucky at Sammy's Original, 23221 Lake Center Drive in Lake Forest, and online at Sammy'sOriginal.com. The best of quarter horse racing continues at Los Alamitos Racecourse every Saturday and Sunday night. Tonight, look for outstanding pools in our early and late pick fours. Our early pick fours pools have been around $200,000. And remember, Los Alamitos will add $10,000 to the pick six pool on Sunday night if there's not a carryover. And racing fans, Los Alamitos is now offering exciting day and night racing double headers on Saturday and Sunday through July 9th. Looking for a great spot to enjoy the live racing action? The Vessels Club has a great table just for you. For reservations, call 714-820-2681. And of course, Burgard Sports Bar is open for every live racing program. The best of day and night racing, always at Los Alamitos. Remember, we'll have either a pick six carryover or the $10,000 promo on Sunday night. It's Orange County's beautiful Los Alamitos race course. Radio. AM830. And welcome back to Thoroughbred Los Angeles. If you cannot get down to Los Alamitos for the live racing card today, but you want to play, here's a couple of really good options. If you're up in the Pomona area, make sure you check out the Derby Room at Fairplex Park. Uh, excellent service there, terrific food, very easy to get your wagers down. You're going to like the experience at the at the Derby Room. And you've got about 20 minutes to post time at Sammy's down there where the 5 and 405 freeways meet. A terrific place. And, again, discounted food prices there. You're looking at uh, their 10-year anniversary with 2013 pricing on their food menu in the satellite wagering area. So check out both of those places, Sammy's in Orange County, Derby Room at Fairplex Park. You'll be glad you did. Let's bring in our next guest, and we're going to go back to New York now, where they've been threatening rain for a couple of days. And, and John Hardoon, I know uh, you sent me a text this morning that they were still on the grass so far today at Belmont Park. Uh, we're getting closer to first post time. How are we looking for weather going into the card today? Well, the rain looks like it's cleared out for a while. It rained all night, uh, and they had the track sealed, so there's certainly going to be some moisture in it, and there's certainly going to be some give in the turf. But it looks like we're going to escape today. I mean, they are holding the uh, main track only. They didn't scratch them yet in the later races, but uh, I think it's going to miss. So hopefully we'll get through the day. Okay. I saw on, on the satellite feed that Belmont Park is still listed as fast and firm, so we'll go with that for now, but we'll keep an eye on things there. One thing I wanted to touch base with you before we get a couple of selections, uh, the Horse Racing Integrity and Safety Authority, better known as HESA, has decided to create a uh, committee to study LASIK use for the next three years. And I noticed of the 11 members, uh, uh, John, that are on this, you have a number of veterinarians and people doing uh, clinical research and partnership of clean competition, some of the, the people that are there. I don't see any horsemen on this list, and I would have thought, isn't it kind of – 
uh, important to, to consult with somebody who works with a performance horse to get some impact with somebody like that? Absolutely, John. You're 100% right. It's like having a, a, a board meeting with all doctors and you're bringing in uh, three chefs, you know, to discuss uh, heart <laughs> surgery. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, how they don't have a trainer on that board is beyond belief. I mean, there are plenty of Hall of Fame trainers, you know, that believe in Lasix that, can, that they can certainly put on that board and, and their opinion has to count for something. They're with the horses every day. Yeah, it's great to have the vets and everything else. But you need a horseman on there, and uh, the fact that they don't have it really just tells you what, what I think it's all about. Yeah, and it almost looks agenda-driven if you don't want to get all sides of the story before you make an educated decision, but that's just my opinion. So uh, I'll leave it at that. We'll see where that goes. Anyways, you are going to do a study over the next three years. So at this point, I think things will remain the same. No Lasix for two-year-olds, no Lasix and stakes races, and uh, we'll see how those things change moving forward. John, let's go ahead and get a couple selections from you today. I wanted to get something from you at Belmont. I didn't want to tie you down because I didn't know what the weather was going to be like, and I know you do a number of tracks. Let's get the tracks you do and, and a play from another track as well. Okay, well, today we have uh, Ellis Park, we have Los and we have Belmont, and uh, I did do the uh, – Steak races from Thistle Downs. So I'm going to give you a play at Belmont and a play from Thistle Downs. Let's go with Belmont first and look at the fifth race today. And this is scheduled six furlongs on the inner turf course. And I love the number three horse in here, Kings James. King James was claimed three starts back by trainer Chad Summers specifically to run on the grass. Last two times he entered for the turf, the races were rained off. Hopefully it stays on today. Katie Davis aboard to ride. He's listed at 10 to 1 on the morning line. I like number three, King James, to upset and win today's fifth race out of Belmont Park. Okay, let me get that out again. Fifth race at Belmont Park, number three, King James for John Hardoon. 10 to 1 on the morning line is a good price. And you wanted to go to Thistle Down for your other play? Yeah, we're going to look at the 10th race today. Uh, this is the George Lewis Memorial Stakes. It's a mile and the 16th on the main track. And I like the number six horse in here. Relish the Ride. Relish the Ride's a four-year-old gelding from the Jeffrey Radovich barn. Louis Rivera aboard the ride. This horse absolutely loves this track. He's five for nine at Thistle Downs. Uh, if the rains come there, he's two for four on a wet track. Uh, he stretches back out today after sprinting in his last two races off of the layoff. He's ready for his top performance. Number six, Relish the Ride wins today's 10th race out of Thistle Downs. Number six, Relish the Ride, 5-1 to one on the program, race 10 at Thistle Downs. And just uh, for those who don't play Thistle Downs on a daily basis, races 9 through 12, which ends with the Ohio Derby. There's a 50-cent pick four in there. The takeout is just 12%, so that's a player-friendly wager. And you've got a couple legs there from uh, Bruce Finkelstein with the Ohio Derby and, and uh, John Hardoon here with the Ohio Bread uh, Lewis Memorial. So, John, thanks a lot. What do you have available at johnhardoon.com? Belmont, Ellis, and LaSalle selections for this afternoon. Sounds good. John, I'll let you get going. Good luck today, and uh, thanks for the updates. Thanks, John. Stay safe and be well. That was John Hardoon from the Raggers and Cheats, and let's go down to South Florida right now, and we'll get the update from Toby Callett down there. Where, unfortunately for Toby, there's a lot of tapita racing at Gulfstream today, but Toby, what are the weather conditions, and what are we looking at today at Gulfstream Park? We're fast and tapita, John, and and there are enough uh, enough dirt races uh, to make the customers happy, and the, even the radio listeners are uh, going to get a taste of a dirt race today, which is great 
sadly, there's two scratches. It's race number four. Uh, the one is out, Loudmouth, um, and uh, the six is out, Hard Bell. But uh, there's an interesting angle here. Both the one, Loudmouth, and the three perfect cut were Sandino Hernandez Jr. trainees uh, for a very, very sharp uh, betting outfit. And the fact that they scratched the one leads me to believe the perfect cut to three is the right way to go here. Behind him, we're looking at the seven, Rebel Eid, the four, Shot Kim, and the eight, who comes off our horses to watch list, Long Beach Kid. Three, seven, four, eight. We'll skate through the fourth today at Gulfstream Park. So that's the three perfect cut, a nice eight to one originally on the price. It'll come down with those two scratches, but the three perfect cut over the seven, four, eight, race four, race four today at Gulfstream Park. Post time, our time, about 11.20 a.m. this morning. And, Toby, i got to look at Gulfstream. You're right, the, that, that turf course is all gone. It's just dirt now, isn't it? It's all gone. And uh, if you look uh, when they run the Tepeda races, you look in the first turn, you can see where it looks like uh, they're, they're maybe adding a little little more bank in that first turn. Uh, keep an eye out as, uh, as they give you those views watching the races. I think that whether it's the horsemen or, or the, the, the riders that had something to say, it looks like, at least right now, that uh, they're, they're following a pattern of uh, no more uh, you know, Band-Aids and glue and, and scotch tape. Uh, it looks like they're, they're starting fresh. And uh, it would be nice because uh, the one thing they always have against them that nobody points out is that they use Bermuda. And if they don't use something aside from Bermuda, Bermuda is dormant in the wintertime. And uh, so they have to be real careful, you know, to get into some of these uh, hybrids uh, that they've been using on golf courses that do work in the wintertime. And if Gulfstream does it right, maybe we'll get year-round grass racing. Uh, there won't be any more disabbreviated stuff. And uh, We'll all be happy. Well, I tell you what, they, they have to get it right because as much grass racing as they run down there in five days a week during the winter, uh, it's a, the turf course just takes a beating. So they've got to get that surface right, and they've got to get it in and give it enough time to take and get a hold before they go back to racing on it later this year. You're absolutely correct. I mean, look at California, look in New York. If it weren't for, for you know Canterbury, uh, wherever you look, if it weren't for turf racing, uh, we would have short field coast to coast. It isn't. It's no longer just a California problem. So you're right. If they don't get, they don't get this right, uh, it, it could be a, a step towards uh, the six feet under. Absolutely. Well, we'll let you get going, Toby. Again, uh, your selections and everything available at tobykellett.com, also at todaysracingdigest.com. Have a great day down there, and we'll talk to you next Saturday. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. That was Toby Callett, again, from tobycallett.com and todaysracingdigest.com. Before we take our next break, I want to give a shout-out. Let's let's make sure people know when they come back to Santa Anita at the end of September, you're going to have a lot of important Breeders' Cup prep races going into the Breeders' Cup at Santa Anita at the end of October. If you want to get out there for some of those big weekends going into the Breeders' Cup or the Breeders' Cup itself, you might want to give the Le Meridian Hotel a call just a furlong east of Santa Anita at 130 West Huntington Drive. For reservations, you can call 
877-667-6699, or you can log on and book it through Marriott.com. When you do, use the code S9498, and you can get the Thoroughbred LRA rate and get a 15% discount. So a couple of ways to stay up there. Some big racing going to be coming up in the fall at Santa Anita. Get your reservations in now. Lock it in. So that was uh, the Le Meridian Hotel in Arcadia. When we come back, we're going to talk to the hottest handicapper on the show, and that's announcer Michael Rona, who's going to be doing a little day-night action today at Los Alamitos. You're listening to Thoroughbred L.A. right here on the home of Angels Baseball, AM830 KLAA. Angels Radio, AM830. Horse racing fans, Los Alamitos celebrates its 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing this summer with an action-packed meet in beautiful Orange County. It's the L.A. County Fair Summer Thoroughbred Meet at Los Alamitos, with racing continuing through Sunday, July 9th. First post is 1 p.m. Pacific. It's been an honor for us to have racing's biggest stars competing here over the past years. From the great two-time Horse of the Year, California Chrome, to outstanding Eclipse Award winners like Shared Belief, Accelerate, Arrogate, West Coast, Gamine, and so many other great stars. Our summer meet will include a special Independence Day program featuring the Great Lady M Stakes on Tuesday, 4th of July. Plus, Los Alamitos will host an on-track live money handicapping contest on Saturday, July 8th. You could win a seat to the National Handicapping Championship in Las Vegas. For more, visit LosAlamitos.com. It's our 10th year of daytime thoroughbred racing at Los Alamitos. Live daytime racing continues through July 9th. Make the Lay Meridian Hotel in Arcadia your place to stay and play on your next visit to Santa Anita. Located just a furlong east of iconic Santa Anita Racetrack on Huntington Drive, the Lay Meridian Hotel offers uncomplicated luxurious guest rooms and suites, a fitness center, meeting rooms for your group, and a newly refurbished dining room. A wide open bar and lounge makes the perfect gathering spot after a great day at the track. For reservations, call 626-777-6699 and use your Marriott Rewards points for even more savings. From the early morning workouts until after the last race is official, the Lay Meridian Hotel is a convenient and enjoyable way to maximize your next visit to Santa Anita. General Manager Katie Green welcomes you to a winning experience. The Lay Meridian Hotel, 130 Huntington Drive in Arcadia. The number for reservations once again, 626-777-6699. From Golden Gate to Santa Anita to Del Mar, and everywhere racing is conducted in California, Bruce Finkelstein's Bet on Bruce has you covered. Full card selections available every racing day at BetOnBruce.com. Get advice on multi-wager ticket structures and improve your return on investment with Bruce Finkelstein's BetOnBruce.com. Bet on experience. BetOnBruce.com. Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's Racebook has the answer. Come in and sign up for the Nevada Racebook mobile app. For just a $50 minimum deposit, you'll have the Racebook right at your fingertips, no matter where you are in Nevada. It's convenient, fun, and easy to use. When you do have time to visit, South Point Casino is the perfect place to be. Our Racebook is completely separate from the sportsbook and totally dedicated to the horse player. With 52 overhead TVs, free Wi-Fi, and cocktail service, bring your tablet or smartphone and plug into the USB ports to look up your favorite handicapping website without draining your battery. Want to wager from your seat? No problem with our IPTs. Just sign up, make a deposit, and you're off to the races. 
Plus, you'll earn points for dining, hotel, movies, entertainment, and the spa just by using the club card when wagering. Whether you want to come in or play from the comfort of your home, South Point Casino's Racebook has you covered. Angels Radio, AM 830. Hey, welcome back to the final segment of Thoroughbred Los Angeles. I'm John Lindo. I'll be joined in just, just a minute by the man who is working day and night today, Michael Rona. Before we do that, I forgot to give out a phone number at the South Point Hotel. If you're thinking about going out there, you got the 4th of July weekend next week and a long weekend. If you want to get out and enjoy the festivities out in Las Vegas, give manager, uh, Racebook Manager Steve Johnson a call at the South Point, area code 866-780-7223. Ask for Steve and ask how you can get your Thoroughbred L.A. horse players rate. I want to give a shout-out, too, to Legacy Ranch, one of our longtime sponsors. They have Mango Moon, a homebred by their stallion, Straight Fire, in the second race tomorrow at Los Alamitos. They also race under the lights with the quarter horses. The Legacy Ranch busy with the thoroughbreds and the quarter horses. And the guy calling their horses home on a regular basis. And the hottest handicapper on thoroughbred Los Angeles, Mr. Michael Rona. Michael, i got to give you a shout-out. I tell you what, Stanford grad last week. I couldn't see this horse on paper. You get this horse home at $17. That helped my Saturday evening very much. Thank you very much for the play. Pleasure. Glad you got something out of it, John. Absolutely. You've got my attention the way you've been picking horses left and right. Let's talk a little bit about what's been happening, including the Ed Burke Million for Turdy last week. It was a terrific race. And uh, how about a, a Ed Burke Million win for the Sire KVN Corona? On Father's Day, yeah, how's that for a Father's Day gift for uh, KBN Corona, who also sired the third-placed Kevin's Wise Corona. But uh, after winning the race in 2017 for owner Keith Nellison, Keith's horse political rivalry took this year's edition of the first Grade 1 Futurity of the season at Losal, and in the process has gone four for four. Uh, and it seems like a masterstroke now that they scratched political rivalry from the final of the kindergarten futurity to focus on the trials to the Ed Burke. And, of course, they've come up trumps. So the Heath-Taylor-trained political rivalry absolutely setting the standard for the juveniles so far this season. He'll have a well-earned break over the summer, but he'll be back for some very big races later in the year. His task was probably made a fraction easier because uh, he was originally drawn one from the outside, the horse drawn the extreme outside was a late scratch at the gate, and political rivalry did drift out a few paths in the early going, but he's won from the inside, from the outside, from middle gate, as I mentioned in previewing the race last week, and that's what made him so appealing and attractive to me, and I think he still would have got the job done anyway. Well, I tell you what, he picked up a winner's share of $361,000 last week, so they're off to a fantastic start with political rivalry. Looking forward to seeing him the rest of the summer. As far as tonight goes, you've got a good, uh, a great uh, one winner, Poly Party Politics. He's in the Vandy's Flashfield. Oh, it's a very good stakes race to wrap up proceedings tonight, John. Uh, Party Politics, a dual million-dollar futurity winner last season, including the Ed Burke, and... Uh, had had no luck in a few races early in his three-year-old season, but he got out of the gate well enough to win a stakes last time out. Uh, he is the favourite at 9-5 to five on Ed Burgard's morning line, but there are several other horses, including Mahomes Magic Peach Chickless, who chased him home 
last start. And the same three horses, actually, were in the trifecta in a different order in an early season derby back in March. So he's Chickless and Mahomes Magic stay under notice. Normandy has three stakes placings this season, and he's a chance as well. He was third in the Winter Derby. And Chick's first flash, winless so far as a three-year-old, but he had an excellent two-year-old campaign. He's just got some real problems to sort out at the gate, but he has the talent to win for sure with a nice wide draw for Monte Arosa. So uh, the chances run deep in an excellent stakes race for Vandy's flash to wrap up our eight-race card tonight. First post is 6 p.m. I was going to ask you first post, 6 p.m. tonight. Tomorrow there's an eight-race card during the day at Los Alamitos. So does that move up your post time on Sunday? It does fractionally, yeah. 5.35 for the first race tomorrow. So uh, it gives me just enough time to chomp on a sandwich in the booth as they transition from the daytime layout to the nighttime layout. Uh, not quite enough time to, to go and do anything too adventurous or fun, but uh, but it's a, ca- a time to catch the breath at least. <laughs> well, pace yourself. It's going to be a long day. And, uh, of course, before I let you go, i, I got to get another radio play from you. you got to help me get out from whatever I do damage during the daytime. So give me a winner tonight at Los Alamitos. Well, race two is a 300-yard quarter horse condition claiming race for three-year-olds and up. And I fancy the chances of number four, King Luke, who was in trouble last start, particularly mid-race, and the extent of the interference doesn't really show up fully unless you have a look at the head-on replay. But uh, his fourth-place effort is worth overlooking, and he gets back to the rider who broke his maiden two starts back. I think he measures up okay against this group, and four to one seems a decent price for number four, King Luke, in race number two. Um, what is another oh, did horse? I lose you? Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to throw out a second one for you, mate, uh, that I fancy as well. Race seven, number one, Wise Lady Dawn, a five-to-one shot. was absolutely tremendous, storming home in the La Pacifica, and a lot of the same horses returned to this very good allowance race, the seventh on the card. I think five-to-one, Wise Lady Dawn in the seventh is worth playing as well. So uh, there's, there's two picks for the price of one, mate. I love it. Michael, I'll let you rest your voice. Get ready for the day. Uh, thanks so much. And we'll be listening, watching, and wagering in Los Al day and night today. Okay, terrific, John. Quick mention that Ed Burgart will be in the house this weekend. He'll be Kurt Hoover's guest on the handicapping show that you can watch from 12 to 12.30 today on the Los Al simulcast signal. And he'll be filling in for Jose Contreras tonight and tomorrow night on the FanDuel TV set. So great, as always, to have the wonderful, brilliantly talented Ed Berger, the legend back at Los It's pretty good when you can bring a Hall of Famer off the bench to help fill in. That's that's pretty good stuff. For sure. Good mate. Thanks a lot, Michael. That was Michael Rona from Los Alamitos. I want to thank Michael and all of our guests today. Thank Jake Rich in the studio. Uh, you've got Mike Wilman tomorrow from 8 to 10 here for Thoroughbred LA. SoCal Restaurant Show follows us up next here. Again, 1 o'clock post at Los Alamitos. They do a great job. I hope you get out there and enjoy it. Cash some tickets, and we will talk to you next Saturday. This is John Lindo from Thoroughbred Los Angeles. Best of luck today.